And I think we're off. It is Wednesday, August 9th, 2023 AD, Anno Domini, 9.01 AM, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And uh, I'm not live on YouTube still, okay? I got a strike that means a one-week suspension. Hopefully I don't get two strikes, which means two weeks suspension on top of that. And uh, hopefully it doesn't mean... uh, Anyway, I will not go there. Cancel those these words of doubt. I will get to your calls, guys. We're going to have a fun uh, Wednesday show. I will play several Trump clips from his Trump rally in New Hampshire. You know, he said some interesting things, okay? Uh, I haven't really played any Trump clips in a while. It's not excessively hot, but you don't have to look for excessively hot. We don't need to look for excitement. We just want a man telling the truth. And does he tell the truth? I think he does. Mike Pence uh, pumped some gas and recorded it or pretended like he was pumping gas and recorded it. Nice. Pretty funny. Eminem, you know that guy? Uh, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, whatever his name is supposed to be. Who was written about in The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood by Jesse Lee Peterson. Out in November 2015. Uh, He did this cipher rap on Trump in 2017. And now he's talking more mess. He says that he gets flustered. He doesn't know what to say against Trump. And he doesn't get how Trump supporters are supporting him, acting like he's a real guy. Yes, he is a real guy. Just because he's a billionaire and uh, whatever. Never known struggle in his life. Like as if that's the only struggle, money. Give me a break. Have you, have you seen how much these rich people uh, suffer with their mess? They're every bit as... Dumb and struggling in life is the rest of us. Silly. Uh, and some other things. There was this church for Trayvon. Oh, I didn't get that clip. Ooh. Um, there was this church for Trayvon from 2020. They did Skittles and Arizona iced tea, which was not iced tea that he got, okay? It was Arizona watermelon cocktail. But... Um, they did that with, they did communion with that. And it was the Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis of the Fallen State fame on the, uh, with Jesse Lee Peterson. I didn't know that was her. Huh. I wonder if, uh, the radio show covered that back in the day or if the Fallen State did. So, uh, I'll cover all those things and play some cool man, men's history month music and your calls guys. But anyway, let's get right on with the show. One, two. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Hey guys! Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. So, how you guys doing? I'm fine. Just going to double check on JLP because you guys are generous with the Super Chat donations and we appreciate them. We don't like to miss them. Um, 
I am wearing just a plain, normal, ordinary uh, t-shirt, okay? Not going to tell you where I got it. Unfortunately, it is not 100% cotton. It has... It has some polyester in it. This Nowadays, they put the tag on the side. 60% cotton, 40% recycled polyester. But I like the color, you know. So, but anyway. And I think it looks good against the background, too. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, anyway, let me get to a, right to a call. David in Ocala, Florida is on the line. He wants to talk about something I've been covering the past couple of days. Uh, David in Ocala, what is up? How are you doing? Good morning, James. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Good afternoon to you, huh? Because it's uh, yeah, just yeah. afternoon. In yeah, Florida. it's noon. It's noon here. Eastern hey, time. Uh, before I, before I, I wanted to thank you, man. I saw you had that Skinner shirt on again yesterday, man, and that is one killer looking shirt, buddy. Right on. Indeed, it is. Yeah. How, how you? How do you like the way it fits you? Because I haven't been able to really ask you that. I I'm fine with it. It's uh. It is a large, but it's not. Doesn't look ridiculous, okay? Uh, sometimes my mediums look—they don't look right. I mean, I get comments right. in the chat that Hake's shirt, Hake needs to get a shirt that fits, and I don't know if that's right, their right. taste or my, their taste or my taste or the uh, style has moved forward into just comfort and uh, normal good look. But it's fine. I like it. When you like when you move around, you can tell it's, it it doesn't bind on your right. Right, yeah. Right, I can move right, about right. it and it's no problems. Yeah, I noticed something too, you know, if it was too much bigger than that, it would mess it up on the TV cuz you re- uh, the screen you really wouldn't be able to see that, you know, it would the material would fold in and you wouldn't see the the insignia on the shirt, you know, so. Correct. Anyway. Yep. I I heard you talking about Jamie Foxx yesterday. And I, I wasn't going to call, but I really felt led to call about this because people re- need to realize that don't be making fun of Jesus, okay? And don't stick, you know, don't say stuff that you shouldn't say. Do you know what the comment he made in, at the Soul Train Awards in 2012? Do you, uh, do, do you ever see him make a comment at the Soul Train Awards about Jesus? I'm not sure. What, refresh okay, my well, memory what, what, in case. Well, this uh, is what he did. Yeah. Barack Obama was in the audience, okay, and he went out there and he said, let's give honor to God, our Lord and Savior, Barack Obama. I oh. even hate repeating it. Oh, oh yeah. wow. He really said... <laughs> yeah, you can look it up. I, I, you know, I probably JLP covered it. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah. I bet he did, That man. sounds and, familiar, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and now I'm not saying that that's why he got sick, mm-hmm. but... I got another example for you. You know the, the, the comedian Kathy Griffin? Yes. Okay. Well, she got an award, an Emmy Award, and when she went up to accept it, she got she, her, her quote was this. A lot of people come up here and thank Jesus for their award. I just want you to know he had nothing to do with it, and I'll, I'll just, I won't say the word, S-U-C-K it, Jesus. This award is my God now. And then she gets stage one lung cancer wow. and can't talk. You know, no, uh, but but everybody gets cancer and these diseases, so I, I can't really I know, say that I that's know. the can, connection. It, it, I, I know, but you don't play around with God like that, man. I mean, come on. I mean, that's hardcore when you're telling him to S-U-C-K it. You know what I'm saying? And there's some people in the chat yeah. that make fun of Jesus, 
And that's why I'm just, I'm just, I want to call up. I felt led to warn them, you know, don't do that. Okay. If you, you can think whatever you want to think, just don't say it out loud. Hmm. You think about that. You may, you may be right on this. I think that the way people live is more important than the flippant, disrespectful things that people say. I mean, your words, your words do affect your life, but most of the time, the words that are most damaging are words of doubt, of anger, of malice, and just like those are the ones that really do damage to a person. It may those words are more like a symptom of how crazy they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just talking about saying something negative against the Almighty God. That's what I'm, okay. but I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like that's. That's just, that's not the real issue, I don't think. With I don't think God cares. I got you. Well, he, he uh, anyway. Uh, uh, Esoteric hey, points out, Jesus said you could make fun of him, but not the Holy Spirit. You will not be forgiven. Now, he didn't say making well, fun. You could blasphemy. Yeah, blasphemy yeah, yeah. of the Holy Spirit, which that's the, I think some the, people don't know what that means. Right, there's a couple different... Uh, uh, I don't know theologies exactly. on that. One of them is is the spirit of God moves on the person and they reject him. Okay. And the spirit of God comes back and moves on the person again and they reject him. And then he comes back one more time and they reject him. And that's why it's the unforgivable sin because the Holy Spirit is the re- revelator of Jesus and he's the one that's down here right now taking care of business in the Godhead because Jesus told them you know they he didn't they didn't want him to go and so he told him he said it's better that I go now so I can send back the Holy Spirit. And if you notice now with the Holy Spirit, he's in all these people, so he's all around the world, okay? So the Holy Spirit's all everywhere, omnipresent, okay? And so a lot of preachers believe that that's what that is, is when God moves on a person, and they, then they won't accept him. And that's why it's the unforgivable sin, which sort of makes sense, you know? Who, who made up the three strikes in your out rule? Because you mentioned about rejecting him three no, times. No, I was just week. using that as an example. Finally, oh, okay. uh, you know, eventually God will quit coming and moving on you if you reject him like that. I, okay? I, I, just keep... it's, that sounds right. I mean, eventually, I mean, whatever. I mean, so, eventually yeah, people yeah. are going to die. Yeah. Well, here I'll leave you on a funny note because I know you want to go. Somebody okay. wrote in this wrote in the chat when last time I called that I should do Back to the Future Nine, Michael J. Uh, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and when I was young, when I was young, let's say uh, you know thirty years old, twenty five years old, people used to tell me that I looked like him. <laughs> I used to say you look like Michael J. Fox. You, you should have went to Hollywood, David. That's interesting, so, man. Because Michael J. Fox has, or used to anyway have a uh, young-slash-boyish look, even as an older man. Now he looks kind of old. old, Yeah. yeah. Well, I sort of still do that, too. I always look like five to six years younger than I was. Okay. okay? So, like, when I was 20, man, some people thought I was only, like, 15, 16 years old. Wow. You know, that benefited me later, though, because, you know, in life, because when I was 40, you know, I looked like I was about 34, 35, so... You know, it did benefit me that way. But, you know, I worked at a company for about three years. And, you know, if I could see Michael, I would tell him this. I saw that movie uh, he made called The Secret of My Success. And I, when I, I was watching that in like 1985 or six, and I said to myself, you know, I want to I want to do that. I want to I got to get out of this company okay, that I was working at building uh, bows and arrows, and I just walked out one day. I just got my car left at lunch, never looked back and got into sales. 
Wow. And, uh, yeah, from watching that movie. I said, man, I always wanted to dress up when I was a kid. I always dressed up real nice and wore nice clothes and stuff like that when I was little. And I said, when I get older, I wanted, I wanted to do that. You know, I used to tell people when I was like eight, nine years old, when I, you know, watching game show hosts and stuff, I'd tell them, hey, listen, when I get older, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a job where I dress up like that. You think and it was I right? I ended to, up doing it. You think it was right of you to uh, to just up and leave a company like that? No warning, no fair, no fair notice, and uh, two weeks. Well, notice there was and a stuff? couple of issues. What happened was uh, I had these. I was building just, these crossbows, just, no, and they blew I, up on me. Just in short, do you think it was right to do that? Uh, yeah, because I never would have left. There was people that had been there. for So you gave a two week. You, you had you given a two week notice, you you wouldn't have left. You would have changed your mind. Yeah, they would have talked me out of it. I knew, oh, yeah, I so you worker. were yeah. you were easily uh, swayed. I mean, you were swayed by a movie to do that. So you were swayed well, no, by... That, just, that had part to do with it. It wasn't just that. I was building these bows that were blowing up on me, and it was real dangerous and stuff like that. And after I left, they had to pull them all down and uh, un- unbox them and tear them apart and all kinds of stuff like was that. Was it the so, materials that were bad, or was it your craftsmanship yeah, the, that was bad? Yeah, 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 the materials were bad. Oh. And, uh yeah, so Man, but okay. it, but but well, I mean, you're, it's over and done now. I'm just I was just oh, curious sure. about that because sometimes people do that and it doesn't seem right generally. Uh, well, unless, every time I see unless that, I guess Michael, it is a uh, dangerous situation, but it sounded like you were just inspired by a movie to do. Uh, well, no, I was something. young, man. I was only 21 years old. Oh, okay, so you were kind of young and and, uh, and flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, I was trying to, I was, listen, I was only making $225 a week, okay, and I needed to get a better job. I have no concept of what, of whether that's good or bad, because this was, when you were 21, this was, like. Uh, it was not good, it was not good, so. Okay. You know. Well, no, no so, worries, I, man, I don't need the, I don't need the backstory, you don't have to defend no, yourself. No, no, it's okay, I'm, I, I know you gotta go. Listen, yeah. thanks for taking my call, thanks for wearing that shirt, you know, I, I they got a lot of different shirts, and, and I just personally picked that one out for you, I thought you'd like the looks of it, and yeah. everything and, like that. Yeah, and black is slimming, I like that. <laughs> you do? Yeah, yeah, black is slimming, he, they say. Has anybody, like, out in public asked you, what, what, what about that shirt, or, you know, when you wear I it or anything like that? I don't go out in public much, so, uh, I, I yeah, don't. but so. someday soon, I, I'm sure somebody will appreciate it. Maybe I'll go down yeah. to Rock to Rock and Brews, one of the Rock and Brews locations over here. It's a restaurant. Oh, y'all have those? <laughs> yeah, we have Rock and Brews. I think it's owned by it? that guy, or started by that one guy from Kiss, Gene Simmons. Gene but anyway. Simmons, yeah. uh, All right, man, hey, have, have a great day. Have a great day and listen, people out there. Be careful what you say about God. That's what that was the point of this call. Cool. Y'all man. have a great day and have a great show, bro. Okay. App- appreciate you. All right, guys. Let's. Uh, you know, speaking of Christianity, <laughs> never heard of it. Oh, never heard of Rock and Bruce or Gene Simmons. You've heard of Gene Simmons. Uh, I want to watch. Speaking of Christianity, two towels. 20-minute preaching. I'm curious about it. I have not searched it out. But, you know, I played that preaching of that judge, Peter Cahill, the George Floyd judge who said, I wish I would have seen some more remorse in you. This is not exact quote, right? I would have expected maybe some more remorse in you rather than just preaching. 
dismissive of uh, two Tao's 20-minute preaching of how he spent the last 340 days in jail for the Georgia, Florida, aiding and abetting in his manslaughter. Why are they calling it manslaughter when uh, they convicted in a kangaroo court uh, Derek Chauvin of quote-unquote murder with an asterisk? You do the math. I don't get it. These lawyer liars, scum-of-the-earth people, by hook or by crook, mostly by crook, they're convicting these cops who are doing their jobs, and they're not the worst offenders in terms of the cops, in terms of uh, oppressing the people, right? My opinion. Tu Tao was holding people back, bystanders back, who, were, who would, I don't know, assault the, the cops who were holding down this, uh, in the previous once violent criminal who was resisting arrest, who was out of his mind on drugs overdosing, seemingly, who had tried to pack, pass a fake 20 twice so out of his mind. Tu Tao doesn't believe he did anything wrong. And he preached and he talked about how those 340 days in, in jail returned him to his Christianity a bit. I wonder if that's real. I don't know. I would like to see his preaching to see what kind of mental state he's in. I was thinking this morning on the drive over here, to bond for, uh, you know, getting ready for the JLP show and the Hake Report. That was an interesting response. I mean, it was a typical Christian response, really. But in the face of his nearly five-year sentence, minus time served, plus I think he may have a federal sentence as well, right? The feds are getting involved. Get the feds fingers out of their grubby little snake fingers. I know snakes don't have fingers. Maybe they did, and the, the serpent might have had fingers in the garden. Because <laughs> God cursed him to be crawl in his belly rather than, I don't know, maybe he had arms and legs. <laughs> uh, one does not need to think about such things. The, this judge said these despicable things, preaching, typical activist judge preaching at the, at the uh, perp, supposed perp. Tu Tao, this AAPI cop, who was doing his job, conscience is clean, did not do the, in his mind, he did not do the crime that he's accused of, but he's facing all this jail time. This Peter Cahill judge in Minneapolis or Minnesota, wherever, uh, saying all these things about him. And at the end, he says, God bless you. Right on, man. I don't know if that's that fake Christian, God bless you. But uh, if that's real, that's cool. I appreciate that. Because that's really the only right response. I, mean, I guess. You know, because it just, the way that these judges are, there's more than one judge. There's like these liberal female judges who get all up on their high horse, on their soapbox saying unnecessary things against Trump, against uh, uh, G- General Flynn. Arguably, sir, you sold out your country. This, uh, this uh, black judge who's married to this Jewish female 
purportedly white Jackson woman who was a, a judge against, I think she was a, a judge herself or some lawyer, liar, same thing. Uh, he said that to Michael Flynn. Oh, these judges, they're even preaching about the Me Too stuff, probably, probably preached against uh, Bill Cosby. It's ridiculous. They get all preachy. Makes me want to spit. But, uh, you know, Asians are known to be pretty respectful, at least try to be, you know? And then Christians, too. So he said, God bless you. And then he was carted off back to jail or prison or whatever. I appreciated that response. You know, it makes, makes you pause and think, even though it is a sort of a canned Christian response, I don't know if it was canned, really. I can't, I'm not one to say. So, just curious about that. I thought, I wonder if it would be a, a good lesson on, because on suffering with dignity. Because a lot of people are in jail for, and prison for no good reason. Uh, or have sent overly, over-the-top sentences, you know, sentencing. Derek Chauvin, the McMichaels, Roddy Bryan. In my opinion, those guys, I don't know if they deserve any jail time. Maybe they do. But they're maybe serving life sentences. Uh, a bunch of other, many, 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 many more. For being white in some cases, really. White enough to be hated. Or Christians. It's crazy. So, uh, but it's good to accept your lot. And, you know, there were, there were Christians, apostles in the Bible who were actually doing good in the world. And some of these guys weren't necessarily doing good. Some of them might have been foolhardy or not thinking, not conscious. And it was just a slip-up. And a slip-up, they come down hard on you. Uh, these preachers were... Paul and, or Peter, or someone, some of these guys were, would sing praises to the Lord in jail in these dungeons or whatever back in the, in the Bible days. Look at the slaves. Some of them were, uh, some of them may not have had as comfortable of lives, but they accepted their situation and had dignity. And now that nobody has dignity anymore. So anyway, I'm going to get to this Trump rally in New Hampshire, but I want to get to one more call before I do. I think it was in New Hampshire. Daniel in Texas is on the line. How you doing, Daniel in Texas? What's up? I'm well, James. Thank you for having me. Yeah. My question is, um, how do you think uh, music and art in general is tied into politics and political persuasion? Uh, oh, I would think that it's definitely sways, especially the liberals and uh, and immature. Would Would you rather have a a functional government that uh, produces terrible art? <laughs> Honestly. Uh. A functional government that just produces nasty, disgusting-looking art. Just, would you rather have that? 
I don't know if that's. Uh, yeah, I would say I was. You would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you say nasty, disgusting looking, you mean like vulgar art, but a functional government. I mean, I mean, just unpleasant, like just big, blocky structures and terrible music. It sounds like communism. Terrib- and, and unfun movies. <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe so, because I, I'm not big into art and movies nowadays. I'm just living my life. I mean, I do like when the city looks good, but most of the time that's because of um, the greenery. If I can get to, a, if I can get to a, a, a park or a location or a beach or somewhere that's relatively clean, yes, I'll take the, I'll take the incompetent and pathetic and generic... And blocky so-called art, <laughs> but I would like a little bit of nice architecture where my uh, the place where I stay has some windows and I can see outside and and it's not just a whole bunch of other buildings and brutalists or what something like that soul killing. Uh-huh. <laughs> what what prompts that sounds sort of like a false dilemma because a functional government would. Uh, allow for the people to thrive, and when the people thrive, they're able to produce uh, decent art. Um, but what I, what I see is most artists, most artists yeah. are liberal. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. James, I will tell you right now, I don't care if there's a Democrat in office for the next thousand years. If art um, is as lame as conservative music, conservative music is very lame, James. Yeah. It's lame. Right. I will not have it. I will have a thousand years of a democratic government before I have conservative music. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm a little surprised to hear you, you say this. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. Right. I will not stand for conservative music. It's terrible. <laughs> Are you talking right. about are you talking about my Christian music? Cuz well, my Christian music just... is Christian but even these Christians are liberals most of them. <laughs> so what is even the point? <laughs> I know, I know and it's not even that good. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Some of it's pretty bad. But some of it I I like it. You can call it derivative, you can call it oh wanting to be tool or wanting to be this or that, but it's still pretty well executed, right? Even if it's Copy sounds like um, something else. Well, I, I just think that um, <laughs> that that art, that objectively pleasing art, is on its face um, pleasing. You know, and if you have to question, is this good? Is it not? Then that's not a good sign, right? Um, but uh, but that's what I. That's my conundrum. Is uh, I I have a but there will you know, always be there will always be. Uh, there will be there will always be artists even in conservative worlds i mean look at look at some of the best art from hundreds of years ago or even less than hundreds of years ago that was not necessarily liberal uh produced or liberal government produced maybe the artists themselves were liberals for the time there will always be liberals uh-huh. even in a even in a conservative government and society 
I, you know, I, I think. Um, so I think you're in a uh, you're in sort of a false conundrum because. Oh, go ahead. I think I, I made my I, point. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just it's all kind of worldly, and that's why uh, that artists are typically liberals because it, it's it's a worldly craft. Um. But uh, but yeah, that's my stance. Is um, conservatives fix your music. Like if 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 you know if Michelangelo and Donatello and all the Ninja Turtles could create great things in a Renaissance, then uh, then so can conservatives. Um, yeah. But the but the bottom line is I'm not hearing it. You know, and the the and I have my opinions on you know what good music is and whatnot. Right. But even even in Western music, it's. You, the, the best Western musicians are liberal. Right. You know, even in country music, the best ones are liberal. Yep. Uh, and, you know, blacks and Jewish people dominate part of the, a lot of the music world. They're seemingly liberals by almost nature, genetically, <laughs> if you listen yeah. to Hassan. I might have to I disavow think, I, that, I'm not sure. I think a lot of the uh, the black music is engineered um, right. I, there I is a there is an aspect it. where uh, you you're, you're forced. You're you're these people are not open minded. A lot of the a lot of the that world is not open minded. So it shuts uh-huh. out people who don't follow fall in line. There are not necessarily conservatives, but people who think independently and who may even be great at what they do in terms of art and music. But uh, they're shut out. There is a little bit of an aspect of that, but I think you're right. Even if you accounted for that and and fixed that, there would still be a. I think it would still lean liberal. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to art being reflective of um, uh, pain, you know, uh, emotions. Uh, yeah, often you know, kind of being in a fallen state is what inspires vanity. Yeah. Pride, ego, because because that's a lot of times the art. The reason that you do a really good job at it is because you're just as with a career. Somebody who makes a great career for themselves is they are motivated by their young, youthful ego, and then their older stuff. When they get older, I mean, they're not as good, or maybe they sometimes still have it, but usually not. Yeah, it's a uh, it's young and dumb. A lot of they say, you know, a young person is more liberal and an older person is naturally more conservative because they're wiser and uh, their time for all that creativity or whatever is past. Now they're just living and being an example or whatever. Yeah, it's a great risk, I think, to be liberal and it's easier to do when you're younger. <laughs> Interesting, yeah, true. Because you, you can... You can you can figure out how to survive later on, um, yep. but when you're younger, you can make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and you know, like the reality is, the everybody's gonna have that fallen state, and everything about that fallen state, everything that comes out of that fallen state, I don't think it's it's not all to be to be judged by us as evil. We don't know. Yeah. Or youth, anyway. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what but I'm saying. But, you know, when I, when I listen to 
because I, I listen to all types of music. Right. And I listen, and I, uh, I listen to, to a lot of country, but the country I listen to, it, you know, it's a lot of outlaw stuff. It's it's a lot of um, <laughs> it, it's a lot of the same type of stuff. Oh, some woman left me. Oh, I you know I, I lost this. I lost that. You know, well, it was me type stuff. Right. And that's just the you know the, the sheriff is after me. That type of stuff. And that's just <laughs> yeah. the best type of music. Yeah. Right. True. Johnny Cash and all these guys. Yeah. And and um, Elvis. Right. I mean, you know. Nobody remembers Elvis for Amazing Grace. They remember him for, uh, you know, It's All Right, Mama, you know, like the, for his uh, bluesy kind of, you know, love songs. Yeah. And it's f- fake love, but it's, but it's relate, people relate to it in their, even when you're out of, probably even when you're out, maybe even when one comes out of the fallen state, you hear JLP singing these songs and, <laughs> and you'll, <laughs> yeah. because he, he sort of remembers what it was like being in that fa- false love with with uh, women and mama love and all that stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never forget the caller lambasting him for singing a share song. Uh-huh. And just, he's like, it's just a song. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a good song, you know, and that's just all there is to it. It's just a, it's a fun song. Can't we have some fun? Yeah. And liberals don't have to be as off-the-deep-end enemies of everything right like they are today, I think. Yeah. Well, they've lost the plot because these um, these liberals now have power, and so they are the man that they've been fighting. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to cover uh, Eminem. <laughs> he's, he's become okay. so in line with the mainstream. It's, he's, Trump is what uh, Eminem pretended like he wanted to be or something yeah that's that's a really good example yeah so he's turned into not a liberal just an overgrown angsty boy man who never grew out of it and it doesn't fit anymore yeah a lot of these rock stars end up in um relationships very strange types of marriages and you know, like mixed marriages and a lot of these rock stars that were at the top, the tippy top, um, their home lives are, are a mess. Yeah. Yep. You know, people that I, when I was growing up, I idolized these people and their, their, their life is a mess. True. Yeah. Really bad. Except like for, you, you, except for, uh, I don't know if you liked Ted Nugent's music. I don't really have think I've heard much of it. I, I like songs like I like Stranglehold. That's a fun song. Okay, but he's uh he's doesn't never really drank or smoked that I know of maybe at all. And I don't know if he slept around. Not my business, but uh, but hit his son likes him. I think. Um, uh-huh. and I don't know about his family at all or his life, but he seems to be uh. One of the healthier, more together guys. He's more of a conservative, well, the, but the older generation, like the classic rock era rock stars, are, are more likely to have a more well put together life than the ones that came out in the nineties. Yeah, where when I was growing up, and the ones that came out in the nineties were, were Smashing Pumpkins, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Marilyn Manson. Like these guys are are uh, they do not have a, a home life that I would want to mimic. Right. You know, so true. 
It's Eminem, right? Yeah. What a mess. But, um, but you know, it, it, it just begs, you know, these, uh, these guys essentially were at the top of the world. They have all this money. They can't keep a decent family, you yep. know? It's not about money. It's not about uh, even um, executing your skills and your career well. It's 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 uh, the little things. Paying attention to yourself and yeah. uh, not falling for feelings. I guess <laughs> if you know what I mean, like falling into yeah. this chasing after passions and desires and stuff just makes you miserable. Yeah. Interesting, man. Cool. Great that's call. That's the age old. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. No, no. What, what were you about to say? I was going to say that's that's kind of the age old thing, especially with country music. You know, the devil giving you the skills to be uh, famous. You know, that that's, that's a big famous trope in country music. I did not. You know, I did not know that that was a country music specific uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bluesy uh, kind of country thing, but it's a uh, uh, oh, what's his name, Jack Johnson. The, the famous he's black guitar player. The famous story is the devil gave him all the skills to be famous. Whoa! And that that's kind of the trope that you know all the country music's make it uh, musicians that make a deal all the best ones right. Yeah, make a deal with the devil to to get all the. the well, fame. well, even without explicitly doing that, people get caught up in, uh, in their work. They pour them their lives into their work and neglect their health. Sometimes uh-huh. that's happened. Yeah. To, it happened to me before. Um, yeah. Happened to me. It's kind of what it, what it feels like. It happened to you. You knew you were doing it, kind of, and you went, "Oh, it's just a, you made excuses, or I made excuses." Like, "Oh, it's just for a time. I don't need sleep. Right. I can just drink rock stars. I don't need exercise, <laughs> stuff like that." And uh-huh. uh, think I can just go. To, I don't need to go to the grocery store. I can just get a fast food. And then life or health or whatever catches up with you. So there's yeah. there's all kinds of things that you neglect and you know better, but you kind of leave it in the back of your mind rather than paying attention to the heeding the warnings. Yeah. Cool, man. Okay. And, that's, right, a, and that's an example of selling, sort of selling out to the devil for some other aspect of life that you're making too important yeah that's a, that was my point in saying that people people yeah. sell their soul to the devil by like jlp says forgetting is the greatest forgetting awareness and and the present and stuff like that is the greatest sin people are mind their mind is not with their body their mind is in the past and the future and uh their imaginations and their feelings. Yeah. That's that's selling that to me, that's selling your soul to the devil for something that he's tricked you into thinking that you want <laughs> or should be concerning your yeah. worrying your pretty little head about stuff about, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Jack Johnson is black, huh? I didn't know that. I'm thinking I, Jack I, I Johnson. Think so. I, I, I think so. Um, I have no idea what decade, name. what era he is, because I'm thinking he Jack would have White, been 30s, like 1930s. Oh wow! Like it, it's a, it, yeah, no, it's that's that's like a uh, a heritage kind of story.
story of music is, and I think it's Jack Johnson. Okay. And I think he's black. He was walking down the freeway because he's a he was a hobo, and he met Satan, who was white as cotton. Yeah, you know, that's kind of how the story goes. <laughs> wow. You know, Satan, Satan in his big Cadillac, and he, and he said, "Son, you want to make it big? I'll, I'll show you all the tricks." Wow. Jack Johnson said, "Okay." You yeah. know, that's kind of the story. Is Jack Johnson was at the crossroads. He didn't know where to go, and he met Satan. And of course, you know, Satan is the world figure, so he comes up in his Cadillac or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, stay away from those crossroads. Crossroads, James. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like bone thugs. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Great call. You're welcome. Take care. Okay. Happy, happy Men's History Month, by the way. Happy Men's History Month. Nice. Bye. Okay, speaking of men, let's play a man. I know a lot of you guys are not fans of Trump anymore. You feel alienated by him. You feel bored and want to roll your eyes with him and stuff like that. But humor me, if you will. You can leave and come back in 15 minutes or so. Hopefully I can plow through that that fast, this, that, uh, fast enough. Clip 31A, Hassan. Of quite a few clips. Most of them are relatively short. Trump promises to restore his ban on transgender troops. Then he suggests that generals are off the record. They would deride the transgender troops to him back when he was uh, president in his first term. Here it is, our greatest president, and I guess this was in New Hampshire at a rally. And I don't really like the ones where he's reading. I like when he's talking off the cuff, and this might be him talking off the cuff. Here it is, Trump. I'll also restore the Trump ban on transgender in the military. We're going to end that. You know, we had it banned. We had it banned. You know, I went to generals. I said, General, off the record, what do you think of transgender, sir? Uh, is anybody <laughs> listening, sir? What do you think? Uh, I don't like it, sir. And then I'd say to another one, you know, they're all afraid to talk about it. But, you know, I have to do what's right. You have to do what's right. And, and we have to help everybody. You have to help transgender. You have to help everybody. But this was just... Not something that was working out. And uh, as soon as they came back, as soon as they came back, by a rigged election, by the way, as soon as they, as soon as they came back, they approved that. That was one of the first things on their list. They approved it. So now they're, they're doing a lot of, now they're doing a lot of things that shouldn't be done, shouldn't be done. So that's Trump. And uh, you'll notice that Hake did not bleep the R word regarding the election. Selection shenanigans <laughs> to imitate uh, the anchor baby, the American anchor baby. Because I'm not on YouTube, so I don't have to do that. By the way, I'm not on YouTube. I have a guest tomorrow. Hey, speaking of Men's History Month, Asmodor is going to be with Hake. Asmodor going to be live on audio uh, interview slash maybe co-host type of a thing. Maybe take your calls tomorrow. Hey, Asmodor of the Crypto Report. Crypto with a K. Uh... We're not on YouTube, but we're still living life, living large, taking charge. So anyway, uh, speaking of taking charge, Trump talks about, uh, see, he's expressed even love for the transgenders. And now he shows love for Ron DeSantis, his no challenge, little opponent, opponent trying, to, trying to take jabs at Trump. Hey, Trump, trying to get you. <laughs> Here's Trump versus Ron DeSantis talking about how he beat 
how DeSantis beat, but didn't think he could beat. Maybe he expressed some doubt. That black one, Andrew Gillum, let's not monkey this up, said Ron DeSantis. Here's Trump on DeSantis versus McGillum for governor of Florida, I guess it was. Here it is. And then I had to get him through Gillum. Remember Gillum? He turned out to be a pothead, crackhead. (laughs) But everybody thought he was the hottest one in politics. And Ron said, I won't be able to beat him. I said, well, he's the hottest man in politics. I said, you can beat him. Nice. Trump's, <laughs> Trump giving, uh, giving DeSantis a pep talk. Trump with confidence. DeSantis, according to Trump, a little, a little uh, insecure there. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, Trump on uh, Part C. Trump, this is, these are from Aaron Rupar, A.T. Rupar on Twitter, by the way. He has this big, long thread. He used something to get, make these clips from Trump's r- rally. Rupar is this liberal guy. He said, it's amazing that most of Trump's GOP competitors won't so much as criticize him while he's out here savaging them like this. Here's Trump on, uh, I guess, DeSantis. Here it is. I'm watching a fake newscast, and they say, would you run against the president? He shouts, I have no comment. Now, to me, that means he's running. So I said, that son of a bitch is running. Can you believe it? I just got him elected. (laughs) So that's why I've been particularly hard on him. Unfortunately, it's worked because he's crashing. He's, he's like, he doesn't know what happened. He goes home, he says, uh, what happened? Where, what did I do wrong? What, you know what he did wrong? He ran. <laughs> what he did wrong is he should have waited till 28. But I don't know if that would have held water because eventually they would have figured out, you know, you do need some personality if you're going to be a politician, just a little. Some of them don't have too much. Ouch. Like your governor, you know? Like your governor. Is he talking about New Hampshire governor, who is Chris Sununu, Chris Sununu, Christopher Thomas Sununu, American politician? I assume this is in uh, New Hampshire. I thought some. I thought I overheard somebody say it was Christopher Sununu. Is he the son of some guy, some older guy, Sununu? Is he saying Chris Sununu has a personality or doesn't have one? John Sununu. Yeah, John. Sununu has an interesting face, older. I don't know if he's still alive. Is, so he's still alive. Uh, Anyway, I'm not too uh, concerned about that. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Trump uh, goes after that Fannie Willis gal, whom, whom he is a black female, okay, out of Atlanta, he says. And he calls her a racist. I like when Trump calls black women racist <laughs> against white people like him. And maybe I disavow this. I don't know. But this is what Rupar says. He spreads rumors about her S-word life. S-E-X life. Uh, here's D, part D, Trump. And I probably have another one. They say there's a young woman, uh, a young racist in Atlanta. Say racist. <laughs> and they say, I guess, they say that... She was after a certain gang, and she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member. And this is a person that wants to indict me. She's got a lot of problems, but she wants to indict me to try and run for some other office. Uh, What's going on in this country is, uh, and by the way, wants to indict me for a perfect phone call. This was even better than my perfect call with Ukraine. Remember that call? That was a perfect call. This one's better. This one is more perfect. Nice. Right on, Trump. Lisa over in the, our resident historian, 
I mean, our resident health expert, Asmodor, is our resident historian, along with Brandon M., whom I haven't seen in a while in the chat. Lisa, our resident health expert, says, pothead, crackhead, same thing. You heard it from our resident health expert. She may be being sarcastic with that. Joking around. Uh, I'm going to skip a couple of these, Hassan, because I want to keep this moving, and I don't care about this indictment stuff that much. It is ridiculous, but... um. Let me jump down to 31G while I'm off of YouTube. Part G. Do you see that one? Uh, 31G. Trump. So skip two of those and skip down to G. Trump claims that 2,000 mules will be used as evidence per Aaron Rupar, liberal, so-called journalist, in his upcoming Trump criminal trial to show the election was... Bleep. And from him, why am I bleeping it? I'm not on YouTube. Why am I disavowing I'm not on YouTube currently? I guess I disavow it still, but I like that he still says it. So here's Trump on the election shenanigans and his trial. Because they're accusing him. Well, you'll hear him say it. They're accusing him of li- knowingly lying, knowing that the election was totally on the up and up. He legitimately lost, and yet pushing a the big lie. So I think that is the clip where he corrects the record on what he, how he really feels about what's going on. Here it is. The FBI Twitter files, the DOJ, Facebook, and all of the rest, all of the rest, uh, look at uh, 2,000 mules. Look at what they did with that. Thousands and thousands and thousands of votes on tape, on camera. All of this will come up during this uh, trial. That's uh, all of this will come up because we won the election by a lot. Whoa. Then they have this crap going on. <laughs> I never even thought of this one. Trump didn't really believe he won the election. Let me tell you, people that know me say, that's one thing, i tell you. There was never a second of any day that I didn't believe that that election was rigged. It was a rigged election. Yikes. It was a rigged election, and it was a <laughs> stolen, disgusting election. Ooh. And this country should be ashamed. He's making my heart flutter. I'm so trained not to allow such talk. <laughs> Get myself banned off of Facebook and uh, Twitter. But anyway, uh, I disavow that for the sake of my channels. <laughs> but, but I like that he's saying it. I disavow Trump for that. I think that the election was the most secure in history, like Siza says. That one government organization? That one establishment government organization? That <laughs> you hear me going, <laughs> isn't it <laughs> You feel wrong to be able to say that? We haven't been able to say that in three years. <laughs> or however long. Okay, so jumping down to abortion. 31I. Trump lies, according to Aaron Rupar, about Democrats supporting murder of born babies. Born babies. Here's Trump on uh, the pro-life battle. Here it is. Justices ruled to end Roe v. Wade. They ruled to end Roe v. Wade. Now, I have to tell you, we have to talk about it because it, you know, energizes the other side a little bit and it's not good. But just so you understand, just so you understand and how to talk about it. Now, pro-lifers have a tremendous power to negotiate. You had no power whatsoever. They could kill the baby at any time they wanted. They could kill the baby whenever they wanted. 
This moves the issue back also to the states, where all legal scholars want it back in the states. But you have tremendous power to negotiate. Like Ronald Reagan, before me, I support the three exceptions. You have to go with your heart. But I support for rape, incest, and for the life of the mother. I do that, and a lot of people do. Big portion do. And remember this, the Democrats, though, we're not the radicals. They're the radicals because they're willing to kill babies in their fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth month, and even after birth. So if you remember that, if you remember that, and the exceptions, in my opinion, are important, in my opinion, but you have to go with your heart. So uh, I differ with Trump on the uh, exceptions. Rape and incest, I'm not for those exceptions for, the, for abortion. You don't kill the baby and increase the sorrows of the mother. You know what I mean, Jellybean? So, uh, here is, uh, let me just play these last two. J, uh, part J. I got all the way down to J. I skipped another one. Um, anything good that's happening with the economy, it's only because they're running on the fumes of what we've built. And then Aaron Rupar, mama, journalist, activist, propagandist, anti-Trump guy, the unemployment rate was 6.3% in January 2021 when Trump was in office last days. It's under four now. Trump, at, this Rupar joke of a person acting like he understands what makes a strong economy. Uh, cherry picking. During the shutdowns, which was not Trump's shutdowns, it was the local governments and states doing the shutdowns. Trump did it a little bit at the beginning, a year before. Uh, that's what messed up the economy was the liberal appeasement of the women. Trump appeases women a little but not to the level of the liberals. So anyway, uh, here's Trump on the economy, the Biden economy. We already did it. We made this place very successful. You know, anything that's good that's happening with the economy, it's only because they're running on the fumes of what we built. You understand that? They're running on the fumes, but those fumes can't last much longer. And they're just pouring money out. You know, all these crazy deals. This uh, Inflation Reduction Act, you know, $1.7 trillion, and it increases inflation. You know, and what else makes a good economy is a solid people. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of corruption, too. People are making up money from very corrupt and evil things and imaginary things and lies, of course. I've learned. Base America First explained it to me, I think... And Big Bump, too, has explained some of this stuff that, to me. How, like, these movies, for example, these movie industries, they, or and streaming services, they lie or disguise their numbers in order to get more investment. More investment means free money for them to build more things. And you build more things, you uh, increase more sales. But they're not really making all the money that they pretend like they're making. So these investors are investing based on false numbers, false uh, income numbers maybe, or something like that. I don't know. I don't understand it all. And so there's, there's lies like that that increase money. There's ill-gotten gain, of course. There's women working when they should be staying at home oftentimes. And uh, that is ill-gotten gain where, where now you need the government to take care of the kids, and that's not a good thing. So there's a lot of evil as a result of that. That's selling your soul, as I talked about with Daniel from Texas, 
for uh, worldly gain, so evil. But uh, there's also the aspect of the economy where I do good work, I'm an honest man, and uh, there's challenges from the evil government and regulations and all this mess that are maybe unnecessary. In a lot of cases, Trump was getting rid of regulations. And I, I overcome, I being, say, a businessman or a work, working man who actually works, not one of these workers who goes on strike. Maybe there's a time to strike, I don't know. And so the creativity and ability to, the survival skills and instincts and uh, wherewithal, God-given wisdom of the people, we the people, is what makes the economy strong, irregardless or in spite of the evil done and the shenanigans done by the politicians. So you don't give all the credit to the to any president over the good of the economy. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Anyway, the la- part cave, last little bit before I get to the break and calls. You can call in. Trump says he will order his, this is part K, Trump says he will order his DOJ to investigate every radical DA and AG, district attorney and attorney general, in America and bring back stop and frisk. Stop and frisk. Uh, we stop you, we frisk you, and some blacks and phony, phony liberals, oh, this is so dehumanizing. Oh, this is... If you have a corrupt world, immoral area, crime-ridden area, you lose some of that freedom and rights not to be harassed and stopped and frisked. <laughs> oh, it affects blacks and brown. Well, they're the ones disproportionately doing the stuff. The good have to suffer with the bad. The innocent have to suffer with the guilty. Sometimes. Gotta understand it. Here's Trump. To stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting Republicans, conservatives, people of faith, and me, by the way, I will direct a completely overhauled DOJ to investigate every radical DA and AG in America for their illegal, racist, in reverse enforcement (laughs) of the law. And we will bring back a thing called stop and frisk in our cities. Yes. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender, insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children, our beautiful children. Our beautiful children are being destroyed by these maniacs. I will keep men out of women's sports. It's very easy to do. And I will sign a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. Can you imagine? Can you imagine even having to say that? Think of this. Crazy. When WAN 9000 says Trump is quoted as saying, Israel literally owned Congress a decade ago, and rightfully so. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Gotta love Trump. Telling the truth. (laughs) Uh, And now you have this squad people who hate Israel. What a shame. (laughs) Funny. I will read your Super Chats, guys, and I will get to your calls if you would like to come call in. I know some of you guys dropped off or whatever, but uh, 
You can call back in after a few minutes here, several minutes. Here is music, manly music, if there is such a thing. Maybe not. Or maybe there is, but maybe this is not it. Uh, Stavesacre. It's a Christian band from the uh, late 90s or early mid, mid late 90s and early 2000s, or I don't know, maybe to this day. This track is entitled Keep Waiting. It's from... To the- this day! It's from the 1999 album and the 2001 album. Collective is the latter, and prior is Speakeasy. Collective was a collective of different tracks from different albums. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Keep waiting. This is a, a Christian song. You can grin and bear it, or you can cover your ears and sing La La La, The Hake Report. Compress mute. Go outside, sling your cattle, crack the whip. Gather your crops, and I'll be right back for hour two, or the rest of it anyway. Here it is. nice, huh? How do you like it? Kind of feel good? Mildly grungy? 
Everything except the singing sounds like Creed, Hake's favorite band. I disavow that. That's not true. Maybe I would like him more than I may realize. And when they try to take your eyes off <laughs> Still muted. <laughs> He's talking about Maybe this is God singing to us Kind of nice <laughs> Sounds great, by the way. This goes hard on mute. <laughs> well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that wonderful, beautiful, marvelous music. Let's do some super chats. I am remiss in not getting to the super chats. You can call in. One eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three, but over on uh, buymeacoffee dot com slash the Hake Report, one of the graduates, one of the graduates, bought a coffee. This was meant for yesterday. What exactly is black talk? Could you please give examples? Uh. <laughs> That's an example of black talk. <laughs> That's, I can give one. Also, it's noticeable how you say education with disrespect. Yeah, because I say edumamacation with disrespect to Aunt Jemima. What? No, I'm not talking about Aunt Jemima. I'm talking about mama, not Aunt Jemima. <laughs> you are an egregious, hateful soul who hates himself. <laughs> Are you talking to yourself, Mr. Graduate? Mr. Mr. Gradu Mama It? Anyway, uh, people are, are tired of people like you, and the sooner you, are, you all are canceled, the better this life will be. Glad you're banned. Dislike the video! <laughs> I couldn't help but read it in the, um, in the easily identified voice. Now you know which graduate of... Of whom I'm speak, I speak, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to express that. Over on uh, D Live, Greenwall gave a diamond, stating, "The Holy Ghost is your direct connection to good." Nice, nice. Appreciate that, Greenwall. Robot underscore Moose. Robot Moose donated a ninja genie. Nice to see from you, Robot Moose. To this day. Nice. To this day. Indeed. Deontay. Over on Rumble, some Rumble rants. I actually screenshotted them. They may be easier to find than rather than scrolling. 
Uh, Becca0408 states, my bag. Nice. Thank you, Becca. Appreciate you. Revan, Revan JJ asks, what happened with that wipeout of Bond? YouTube attacking because it's election year? One does not know. Let's stay out of speculation. Into, at least stay out of jumping to conclusions anyway. Could be that. It could be a, a host of various things. We don't know. Nobody knows. Except for the uh, Satan and God and the evil person possessed by Satan, the mama spirit person. I speculate it was a woman. I just told you not to speculate or assume or jump to conclusions who uh, decided to do that. Maybe it was the mama algorithm. Don't know, but thank you. Greenwall asks, did, did Elvis just rip off the blacks or did he contribute something? He contributed an angelic voice and he was a good boy. He was a trucker who used to sing into the CB. A Christian man, I think at least at one point, uh, and then he also uh, was a, a mess in his life. Maybe he sold his soul, too, in a way, in the way he lived. Was not living a real life, a free life. Uh, but, yeah, I think he, for example, he made Big Mama Thornton, you ain't nothing but a hound dog, easier to listen to, right? Big Mama Thornton, uh, I'll take the Elvis version, you know? <laughs> He made it white friendly. Uh, no, I mean, he did great renditions like fool. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. I don't know who wrote that song or if it was his originally or, uh, or what. He did a lot of covers and made sometimes those covers were better. In the ghetto. Uh, I don't know. He did a really great job with his singing and stuff. You can say that oh, some of it was black copying or inspired, but his... He did it better than the blacks <laughs> in many ways, many cases. Anyway, uh, being enlightened till I rise on Rumble says, until they grow up and develop some form of individualism. Oh, man... Let me just double check. Don't know what this is a reference to because this is, I don't follow. I don't know what this means, being enlightened until I rise. Oh, maybe young, young, I don't know what you mean. I, you, you super chatted in the, and I don't, I saw the timestamp, but, well, I don't see the timestamp on these ch- chats. I see the timestamp on my screenshot when I spotted it. Until they grow up and develop some form of individualism. Oh, okay, here it is. I see. I found it. Okay, it was out of order. My bag. Being enlightened till I rise with a couple of rumble rants. Trump 2024. Moan and hake. Question. Do you hold stock to the understanding that true liberals and play conservatives are just children who keep kept their, their mama spirit? I see that many children are liberal until they grow up and develop some form of individualism. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I do liberals and uh, 
play conservatives, Republicans, for example, are never grew up, never became men or women, ladies. They're ladies, but we use the term loosely. They're men, but we use the term very, very loosely. I think I do hold stock in that. Thank you, being enlightened till I rise. Uh, yeah. So I think that's all the uh, rumble rants for now. Yes, indeed. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Just real f- quick refresh this. Buy me a coffee. Did I read Carver's coffee from yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I did about the flat earth. <laughs> okay, let me get to Denny in Bulgaria on the line. Denny, thanks for calling and holding. What is up? Good day, Mr. Hager. I hope you're doing well, sir. I am. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to hear, sir. I'm calling because I was listening to Mr. Peterson's program today. <clears throat> you mentioned that uh, reducing the white population is something, and... Mr. Hague, to be honest, uh, like from, from a historical point of view, of course, zero reasons to be worried. And uh, I'd like to give a few examples about that. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. So uh, that, that's nothing new. That, that happens often, and it happens everywhere. Uh, like, for example, Turkey was in a similar position when the Kurds, the, the minority over there, they were growing in population, they elected a Kurdish president. He created a lot of conflict between the two ethnic ethnic groups. And it's by design, sir. Because they, they literally sacrificed one generation. Every country does that. Everywhere. Really? They sacrificed one generation, uh, you know, to, to basically allow everybody else to hit on that one generation. Now you see what happens is... and. I don't want. I didn't go to offend anyone to get you in trouble or anything. But yeah, uh, no disrespect. But people are stupid. They've always been stupid, and they always will be stupid. An individual is not stupid. People in a group are stupid. It's like I, 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 I don't want to, you know, offend anyone. I'm just saying it as it is, sir. Yeah. And uh, of course, you can disavow, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. So. That's exactly what the same thing happened in, happened in the Soviet Union. The Russians in the Soviet Union were under constant attack. They elected uh, a, a Georgian. Well, they didn't elect him. It was the, a party elected, but Joseph Stalin, he wasn't a Russian. He was a Croatian. He, he was from Georgia. Croatian. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hitler was, Hitler was not from Germany. He was Austrian. Napoleon was not from France. He was from Corsica. So uh, this is this had happened all the time. A generation is being well sacrificed is too much of a big word. A generation is allowed to be hit on. Let, let's say it like that, and and that's in a matter to you know allow the quote unquote minority to feel empowered. And when the next generation appears, the, the, the next generation is always the most miserable <clears throat> because they feel entitled because they they see the, their parents. How everything was allowed for them. They want and they expect the same thing, but it's no longer the same and it will never be the same. The same thing happened, as I said, in France. I can give you the same example for Spain, when they allowed the Portuguese minority to to uplift for one generation and then brought them down for a long time. This is going, and you mentioned the decrease of one ethnic group 
in comparison to another. Mr. Hake, I don't want to sound gruesome and, uh, and ugly, but it's very easy, remarkably easy, to reduce a population. Outside and inside the borders. It, it's ridiculously easy. It's very easy. Yeah. So just because in 2023 or 2040 something, that there's a predicted number, I guarantee you that uh, just don't listen to those numbers because they're irrelevant. This can be increased or reduced within a matter of 12 to 16 months. And uh, people should not put their attention on that. Because not, this isn't anything new, sir. So that's what I just wanted to uh, to give as an example from history, from different parts of the world. Even in China, the same thing happened in China when when the revolution took place. Uh, after afterwards, when when Mao, uh, Chairman Mao, was you know no longer in service, they started purging the so-called privileged groups. Every nation is doing this. That's, that's nothing new. So I believe there's zero reasons for anyone to be worried. For two main reasons. First, uh, this is a pro- prognosis. And uh, honestly, sir, I don't think you should put much attention on prognosis. Prognosis? Second, what, what is prognosis? Like prediction? Calculation. For, okay. Uh, calc- okay. Come again? Uh, prediction? Calculation for future events. Yeah, prediction okay. is, is another word. Yes, sir. I apologize for using that word. No, wor- no worries. I, I, like use, I like people using big, relatively right. big words. It's not that big of a word. I should know what it means. <laughs> the likely course of a disease or ailment. A forecast of the yep. likely course. Okay. Likely yep. outcome there of the situation. All right. So, you shouldn't be putting much attention. And in all fairness, <clears throat> Mr. Hake. Uh, let's be honest, four years ago, none of us knew that there will be COVID. Uh, about two years ago, most of the world didn't knew that there was going to be a war in Ukraine. I mean, people in that region knew, but most of the world didn't. That's a really good point. So, so at the moment, there is zero reason for people to even think about it. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not as relevant as one may think it is. Good point. Of course. Personal, personal observation, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, one should yeah, never sorry, worry. One should never worry anyway. <clears throat> well, I, I, I can't necessarily agree with that. Uh, I, I do disagree with that because worrying about something is not always a bad thing. Like, let's say you have, God forbid, of course, you have a terrible illness. Uh-huh. So you should be worried, and you should be seeking help wherever you can get. And uh, you should, you know, pay attention to it if right. you want to live. So worrying is not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. Let's say you lose your job and you need to pay the mortgage. You should be a little bit worried. You can't just live without a care in the world. You should look for another job. Yeah. So worrying is not necessarily a bad thing, but you should worry about things that, that you can do uh, about. let's say, vital to you. Yeah, and that you can do about something. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Fair point. So, those are about those ethnic things that that's not even serious. I, I guarantee you, again, I don't want to sound disrespectful, yeah. rude, or ugly, but it's remarkably easy to reduce population within the borders and outside the borders, wow. especially in today's age. 
the, it takes a little over a year. Yeah. It is what it is. That's the world we live in. I, I don't want to, you know, look at, say it in a pink way or well, it's just being realistic. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, and as you pointed out, one cannot predict the future. I never even predicted that someone like Trump, like Trump himself, would come on the scene and, uh, and be an example of a man not backing down from what he believes to this day. Well, I know very little of your former president, but, uh, you know, when he announced that he was intending to run for president, most of the world actually knew that he was going to be the next president. Wow. Because uh, he had everything that that, that job requires, right? right? He already had a proven dossier. Uh, he made a lot of mistakes. From what I know, of course, I might be wrong. Right. Uh, personal and job-related mistakes. Uh, yet he stayed relevant, right? Because I know people, good I'm point. sure you know people, that the, they were having a pretty good time and then they lost a lot or everything or just a lot and they couldn't recover, right? But Yeah, you know, good it's, point. it's powerful when you when you lose a lot and then you can recover, you know. People True. respect you. People don't have to like you. Yeah. I mean, nobody has to like you, but people respect that. Uh even enemies respect one another. Because uh, if you really think about it, sir, if somebody is your enemy, she has to be at least on your level. Yeah. Because if she's way above your level, she wouldn't consider you an enemy. <clears throat> if he's way below your level, you wouldn't consider him an enemy. So if he's at your level, it means that he achieved as much as you have. So you, if you don't respect that, but then you don't respect yourself. Uh, so that's exactly why even enemies respect one another. Yeah. Cool, man. And, Great uh, point. I, I, I like that point. It's uh, hadn't thought of it in that way. I uh, learned it from my father, actually. <laughs> Okay. It's not from me, it's from him. So with that said, Ms. Hake, uh, I know you're a busy man. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, kind regards to your viewers and your colleagues, and God be with you, sir. Thank you, sir, and happy Men's History Month to you. Oh, you're right about that, Ms. Hake. Happy Men's History Month. And Hey, Mr. Hake, with your permission, can I call like next week or the week after and talk a little bit about a uh, man who, who this month is named after? Gaius Octavius Augustus? Yes, please. That sounds great. Right on. Thank you, Mr. Haig, for this uh, permission, and have a remarkable day, sir. All right. You as well, Denny, in Bulgaria. Great call. Great points, right? We don't do this doomer pill stuff. No black pills. <laughs> or we can black pill, but, but still have hope, even though that's kind of a contradiction of black pill. <laughs> Let me just laugh a little bit about Mike Pence. How about that? And then we'll laugh at uh, or cry at uh, Eminem. Here's an Eminem throwback and a current day ref something. Uh, he's a rapper. White. Detroit. Not a normal white, I guess. Here's Mike Pence, though, at the pump. This was funny. <laughs> he's just at the, at the gas station pump, pumping his own gas. Apparently he's not in New Jersey or Oregon. Although Oregon changed their rules, I guess. Uh, pretending like he's pumping the gun. He even tweeted this out. I saw a whole bunch of quote, either quote tweets or they used his video and tweeted out his, his video and made statements. <laughs> Here's Mike underscore Pence uh, talking about energy versus Biden or something. Uh, 
I was just distracted by seeing him in this big red truck, big red pickup truck, shiny pickup truck. Uh, by the way, he's a biker. He rides uh, motorcycles. A little one-minute clip of uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> I played Trump. Now you get to hear Pence, uh, Trump's former VP. Judas? Backstabber? I don't know. Here's, uh, here's Mike Pence. Hey, everybody. Mike Pence here. Remember $2 a gallon gas? I do. Nope. And then Joe Biden became president of the United States and launched his war on energy. Since that time, gasoline prices are up 60 percent. Electricity prices are up 25 percent. Joe Biden's war on energy is causing real hardship for working families, small businesses and family <laughs> farms. But we've got a plan to relieve all of that. We just unveiled the Pence Energy Plan that will not only put our country back on a path to energy independence, but by 2040, like we will reclaim America's role as the leading producer of energy in the world. Join us in the fight for American energy leadership by going to MikePence2024.com. We can lead the world once again to a more prosperous and a secure future for America with energy independence and American energy leadership. <laughs> Imagine somebody, you go up to a guy who's pumping his gas, and he starts talking to you, to you like that, like a politician. <laughs> uh, lifting up his eyebrow and making a statement. Reminds me of when, uh, when I saw Trump talking like a normal person. In contrast with uh, Lion Ted. You know, uh, I go... No, 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 That's my uh, Ted Cruz because I can't think of something that he said. But he makes these pauses, and it and it sounds like it's deep and uh, and dramatic and maybe real, but it's politician like. It's just it comes off rehearsed <laughs> better than a Prius says Ashley. Whatever, Ashley. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, 11 miles a gallon, says Lisa. Yeah, and uh, some people say that he was not even pumping gas. <laughs> not even pumping. Yeah, that's right. He didn't pay the thing. He just pushed the thing in the in the thing, you know, the uh, gas thing into the gas, uh, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't, I do not drive a Prius, nor do I, do I used to, or I don't say what I drive. <laughs> He does have a Prius confirmed. No, that's just your minds. That's just uh, whatever. Uh, and it was beeping. Was that somebody else's thing beeping or was that his thing and he didn't select 87 or 88 or 89 or whatever premium? Or does he take clean diesel or diesel? I heard these, some of these diesel cars can get like 40 miles a gallon in some of these like Volkswagen cars, like over in Europe or, or England or somewhere. They have diesel, clean diesel, I guess. But we don't have clean diesel here for some reason in America. I don't know. I don't get it. Some of you guys may understand. Um, <laughs> Big Bump says, Hake does not drive a Prius! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That's right. <laughs> uh... So that was just funny to me. I cracked a little bit. Um, speaking of cracking, 
I'll skip DeSanctus, too. DeSanctimonious on some state attorney switcheroo thing that he putting out some statement. Good for him, I guess. Let me play clip 33, though. You guys remember Eminem? Real name Marshall Mathers. I don't know why he wouldn't just go by Marshall Mathers. Like, Eminem's fine, I guess. But Eminem, like, mmm, Eminem's? Mmm. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. No, not like that. Uh, he did this thing that they call a cypher, whatever that is. I think it's just a freestyle rap or something like that with no background music. That could be completely wrong. Uh, on Trump back in October of 2017-ish. Uh, so here is uh, a two-minute and 20-second edit. I edited some of this stuff down to, for, for uh, entertainment and length, okay? Of Eminem, that rapper who used to thumb his nose to the establishment and to the mainstream media, sounding just like the establishment and the mainstream media, but with cussing, okay? Um, against Trump back in Trump's first year in office as our greatest president. It's a little flashback. I remember we covered it because we covered it in one of our first episodes on the Hague Report with Joelle and Esteban. Because Joelle Friday of Joelle Friday TV was co-hosting with me at the time. And we covered this thing. Uh, so here's a little flashback because I'm going to fast forward to today and play you something that he's saying about Trump getting him flustered and frustrated and <laughs> you can't find his words and he doesn't understand why his followers think that he is one of them. But anyway, here's uh, Eminem being cringy. Enjoy. Clip 33. Of course, 33. Illuminati confirmed. Here it is. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid... I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks, she gets a mouth. Ah. <laughs> I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. That's why he wants us to disband, cause he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that and instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and he's bordered would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers from his endorsement of Bannon, support for the Klansmen, tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's blacking, comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa, forking a dagger in this racist 94 year old grandpa who keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable factors. Now if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of vets who fought for us, you bastards. Ooh, terrible, huh? Unless you're a POW who's tortured and battered because to him you're zeros because he don't like his war heroes captured. <laughs> ben, That's I mean, not uh, disrespecting the military. That this is for Colin. Ball up a fist and <laughs> keep that ball like Donald the. He's gonna get rid of all immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. And any fan of mine, the wall, who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line 
you're either for or against. And if you can't decide, I'll do it for you with this. F you. The rest Whoa. of America, stand up. We love our military. <laughs> and we love our country. But we hate Trump! He thinks that you can have love and hate. It reminds me of that girl who called into the JLP show today who says that she's gonna be engaged soon, I think she said. I remember that when this video came out, so cringe, says Ashley. She thinks that you can have love and hate coexisting in the same place. Yeah, the blacks are in the background approving of his, <laughs> his little mess, pretending like, oh, these blacks are such victims. Your turn, Hake. Go, says, <laughs> says the wrinkle hand, Bib Bong 42. <laughs> uh, do you want to comment on this, Hassan? Since you're, by the way, um, what's funny is Esteban, my former co-host, said that he was the best rapper ever. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Hassan. Your reaction. I mean, it's just honestly, it's legitimately one of the worst things I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. And even because watching of the context it, of it's him. No, it's not even. It's not even about that he's pandering and like that. Okay, that's bad. Yeah. But even just from a a like rapping audible experience, it's like. What he, I don't even know what he was doing. He was standing in a parking garage with some blacks in the background wearing a all black and a hoodie and then this gold chain, I guess, and rapping in an echoey building. And some of it was sort of catchy. I thought I was, but, some of it was catchy. But even the rap, the flow, like I don't, was he doing like a spoken word thing? Was he doing uh -huh. like a, like a, uh, trying to be like clever poet? Like, because he wasn't, like, rapping. He wasn't doing, like, I don't know, it's, it's very... Uh, What's a cypher? A cypher is usually when there's, like, a multiple of people. Oh. And people go back and forth or they, they go, you know, around in a circle. How do you spell it? I think C-Y-P-H-E-R. Okay. Or better known as cypher. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um... It's just unbelievable. I mean, even back when I watched that at that time. Yeah. And I wasn't like, you know, as whatever, like, woke on, like, uh, politics or whatever. Yeah. I just was like, it's just so strange that he's doing, like, why is he doing it that way? Yeah. Regardless of the pandering and the silliness of how, like, angry and dumb he sounds, but... Yeah. I just don't even know why he's, like, rapping in that way. It just seems so silly. Yeah. Like, he's being so overly dramatic and, like, trying to sell it. And I'm fine with no beat. I right. like acapellas, and I like... But he's doing this, like, staccato... Like, I don't know what, what that was. It's very strange. It sometimes looks funny too when the they move with their thing. I guess they kind of have to. It kind of helps stay on beat or something like that. He was making these gestures. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that's what rappers do. I think. That, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just very weird. I don't know what this like stopping and going and like. 
that like it's just weird. Did it he, wasn't like rapping like how he usually raps. Right. Is there a story behind it where he where he was coming up with it as, on the spot? Does oh, that have but, any aspects to it? Like it was it completely freestyle? Because <laughs> freestyle means that, right? Does freestyle yeah, mean you come no, up with it kind of on the spot? Yeah, but nobody actually really. I mean, really does that anymore. But okay. maybe, he, maybe he was. I mean, <laughs> that would maybe save it a little bit, right? Because like, not bad for a come, come up with it on the spot. Let yeah. me do this hate Trump video. But <laughs> I, I don't think that that's the case when he has this whole like, let me make sure I have all these blacks behind me, right? Like this whole thematic, <laughs> like. It seemed like everything else was planned out, so yeah, I don't know. May it's possible. At some point, he's like, "I'm gonna stop." <laughs> yeah, bleh. Big Bump says it seems rap battle inspired. Let's see here. What does he say? Oh come on! Speaking of awkward pauses, I'm inspired. But to- if it was rap battle, that would be like okay. I just don't know why he's doing it in the way he's doing it. Yeah. It's very strange how he's doing it. Right. I've never heard him do that. I've heard him do battle raps, and I've heard him with no beat, but he's never done that kind of, like, staccato spoken word. Like, I don't know what that that was. He's a... Yeah. And I love poetry. I love spoken word, but he's doing some sort of, like... I don't know. I've I've never seen anyone else do that in history, <laughs> and I've never seen him do that other than that. So it's very confusing. Uh, a few of the guys behind him are battle rappers, according to uh, Big Bump. That's true. Royce the Five Nine. Well, they're also employees of his, but oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and would have no life without him. But that's funny. More importantly, but but he, um, but he discovered Fifty Cent, right? That's. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, him and Dr. J, yeah. Okay, nice. No, he's. I mean, he's Eminem. I mean, he's <laughs> he's legendary. He's legendary. Yeah, for sure. But it is funny you make a good point that all the stuff that he stood for, which was like anti-establishment or whatever, just not going with the gays. Yeah, and. <laughs> And being as controversial or disruptive as people would say Trump was, and now he's just like... Trump is what he w- pretended to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now he's just completely become, like, the mainstream, like, shield. You know, it's just, yeah. It's, so true. It's embarrassing. So let's play this uh, clip um, 34, present-day Eminem, I guess. Popular liberal tweeted out, Boom! Eminem just destroyed MAGA supporters, stating what in the H-E double toothpicks. Hat tip to uh, Carolina, New York, (laughs) from several years ago. Would middle class, what in the H-E double toothpicks would middle class white people have in common with a billionaire who has never seen a struggle in his life? Who else agrees with Eminem? I sure do. Raise his hands. Hashtag Dem Voice One. Hashtag WTB Blue. I mean, WTP Blue. Uh, Tony X2 tweeted, "Much must watch. A few people t- tweeted out video to this effect. Eminem sem- says Trump is brainwashing his base into thinking something great is going to happen. Nothing is happening. Listen to the end. He says he gets flustered just talking about it. He says it twice. Here it is. When I start talking about Trump, I get 
too flustered in my head and the shit that I want to say, there's, there's too many things I want to say at once. So sometimes I start talking and I, and I don't, I'm not able to convey the message the right way because I just get flustered and frustrated. Watching him play to his base that thinks that he cares about them and it's actually the people that he cares about the least. If you're talking about his core being, you know, a majority white middle class, what I don't understand is how in the f do you feel like you relate to a billionaire who has never known struggle his entire life? I will say this, he talks a good one. And if you're in his base, you're a core, let's say you're going to the rallies or whatever, you watch him on TV, you hear him talking this There's part of me that understands like, all right, he's somehow still got them because he's brainwashing them into thinking that something great is gonna happen. Nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. I don't know, man. I get, I get really flustered when I talk about it. Poor guy. Poor Eminem. Had you seen that, Hassan? I had not seen that. I don't know what causes these people to get this TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, but he seems to have it. Like he's... <laughs> Coldberger Art says, what a little B lame <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, a sh- what a shame. I think that he grew up in Detroit, right? And I think that I know somebody who once dated his sister, maybe. But anyway... uh yeah, he, he's something, something's wrong. Something's wrong with that boy. He needs to grow up and get over his anger. What an emotional, you can't say dork. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, last, any last words on this thing? Um, no, just, yeah, I, I mean, thank you. And I'm upset that you made us relive this. Yeah. But thank you, because it... <laughs> It reminds me how silly, how silly it is. Yeah. Quit while you're ahead, buddy. (laughs) Terrible. Anyway, let me get to Maze in Dayton, Ohio, the sundown town. How you doing, Maze? My favorite caller. Happy Men's History Month. How are you doing today, James? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. I have two questions for you. Go for it. Why is Ukraine and Russia fighting each other and they look alike? Uh, because looks aren't everything. Oh, so why do they bring them to America? you got Russians in America and you have Ukrainians in America. So why are they here? We are an, an open borders country. We let everybody in here, unfortunately. Well, why are y'all always squawking about people coming here then? Uh, because we, it doesn't have to be this way, it doesn't seem like to me. Okay. Yeah, squawking I- about a nice word. And my, my second question is for What's Trump. the reason for your, your uh, asking that question? It's so, because sorry. I always hear Peterson say, if Africa is coming here, it's going to be just like in Africa. So Russia and Ukraine fighting each other, is that coming here too? Yeah, it is. It's already here. The, you see all these lamos with their Ukraine flags, or you did a year or so ago, a year plus ago, a year and a half oh. ago. So what happened to y'all population that is shrinking? Is what I want to know that too. You don't know? Uh, no, explain because uh, I might be thinking something different than you. The whites are not having enough babies, and a lot of them are committing suicide or overdosing on opioids, and 
Um, some of them are even getting killed by, uh, by POCs and, and even one another. Um, it's a mess. So who are you upset with about that? Nobody. Uh, okay, I'm a, I'm a little upset a little at times, yeah, but I should be upset at nobody. Okay, I'm yeah. just wondering. Blame, and then my last question the, is, the responsibility why don't is with the person. People, go ahead. That, that, that believe in Trump, why don't they convince him to go to court and prove his innocence? Don't you think that's what he should do? Whatever, he should do what he sees fit to no, do. No, I'm asking, I'm asking, what do you, I'm asking you, is, would that be, would, would you try to do all that if you was a criminal and somebody was accusing you of something? I don't know what I would do if I were a criminal and if somebody was accusing me of something. And it wasn't true, I'd go to court to, to prove to the people that uh, the ones that are trying to accuse me is wrong. Not but necessarily, you because people... But and pushing it back and pushing it back. Hey, have you ever heard of Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Jack Bauer? John Wick? I heard of him. What about Rittenhouse? Him? He went to court, proved his innocence, even though he should have... He, everybody knew he was innocent, really, from the start. Anybody who was paying attention, really. Uh, and to this day, people think that he was a murderer or something. So, so he went to court, go, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, why don't Trump do that? Do and you then know? We have all these people coming up with they just bothering him. They make him if he didn't do anything, go on the oath and prove it. Whatever. And then he can go and run for president after that. Do you know yeah. how courts work? Do you, Excuse me. Do you know how courts work? Yes, I know how courts work. Do you know that people get uh, convicted for things that are, are they didn't commit? I know one way they don't work the way he's doing it. What do you mean? I've never been to jail, but I don't, you know, if, if you're accused of something, you got a court date and you got to appear, or your lawyer's got, you can't, you can't keep getting the judges to push the can down the road. Uh, and he's I been doing know. that ever since so, he left the White House. So what's your point? You think that Trump is, you think you would be a better advisor to Trump than his lawyers? No, the people that's following him And then God be himself? Because Trump no. gets advice from God and his lawyers. Really? Well, yeah. God in the show not looking down good on him? Huh? <laughs> he's not looking good on him. You know, had how many indictments? Yeah, he's going on. Oh, maybe, he's God. going on four, I think. Excuse me. Yes. So why don't he just go on to help the people? His slow and uneducated people that he said. Why don't he go on to help them out and just go on to court? Why does he need to go and to he court? Can have he's, he's, on. Uh, have you? Did you see his speech? Parts of his speech that I played. Do you think I, I mean, do you think I care about the speech he was playing? Right, but uh, did, you, did you hear it? And everything else in it. That's not my question. Did you hear it? Did you hear any of it? I heard it. Did it sound like he's bothered by all these indictments? Yes, he is. No, does it sound like it? Yes. Oh, it does? It, it, like doesn't, it, it doesn't sound like it to me. But James, if anybody had good sense, they would be asking him to go. Uh, Clinton went to court, didn't he? Everybody believed he, Monica, him and Monica had nothing going on until he went to court and the truth came out. Alleg- he went on yeah, allegedly, oh. allegedly. Allegedly, I th- that's I thought what I they heard, were doing. I, th- I thought I heard that Clinton lied under oath. Well, he did. That's why he lost his law, law license. Okay. Why don't y'all just tell Trump to go? Somebody in your... Because I don't care. I don't... I don't have... I don't, for one, I don't have faith in courts. I have... <laughs> I yeah, have right. faith. I have faith in Trump to do what he sees fit to do. Mm-hmm. To keep on making people, keep on making people like he said, uneducated, his educated, and poor people, and then he get money from them. Um, Robot they Moose. Gotta wake up. Robot Moose makes a point with a diamond on D Live. Says burden of proof is on the state, not the accused. He doesn't have to well, prove. Yes, it is. The burden of proof is on the state. So he, if he don't go to the state to, to for the burden of proof and keep walking around causing ruckus, it'll never happen. So if you want to run for president, that's what he should have cleared his name first. No, he doesn't have to do that first. I mean, it should have been done that way. Why not? 
because uh, people get accused of things all innocent the time. You don't proven guilty. People and you get keep it. Are you going to let me answer your question, Maze? Okay. Or are you just going to keep on jumping in with another thing? Um, people get accused of things all the time, and they don't have to go to court to clear their name to run for president. That's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. You got point. You got three indictments, and you don't have to go clear your name. And no, then you don't have to. to the judges, and the judges shouldn't be helping him. The judges say they should just uh, go and let him go before the court and right. do what's got to be done like a regular citizen. Whatever he's he is a regular. He's more of a regular citizen than anybody else no, who's in in office. Could you do what he was doing if you was accused of a crime? I don't know. I have no idea. You know it. Tell the truth. I am telling the truth. No, you're not. Yes, I am. What do you? What may? What about me? What about my response? Says that I says that I'm not telling the truth. Because you could not go to the judge and have the judge push to change the dates and push it down the road for this many years. How, you couldn't do how that. How so? This Why many is years. Treatment. You think he's getting special treatment? He's yes. only been indicted just this year. He hasn't been he pushing been it down the road for years. What are you talking about? I mean, how long? How many people? How many times have he went to court to stop? I think. From I think you are, he, are. you like brainwashed against Trump? Do you have like this I'm Trump not, derangement I, I, syndrome I like or something? The person that's innocent. What's your issue? Proof. I want him to go to court, prove it to the people, and stop having the people walk around here like something's uh, not right. Uh, you don't have to prove it's your innocence. There's no such thing as proving your innocence. Yes, it is because a lot of no, a lot not. of innocent people went to prison too, and then they found out they was innocent. Then they let them out. I know, then but they had to give them money. You you seem to miss Robot Moose's. You seem to miss Robot Moose's diamond. The burden of proof is to prove guilt, not innocence. In, if you never innocent, go to court, you can't do neither one. Maze, you're innocent unless Just whoever Maze, moves or a, a goose or whoever he is. You're innocent unless proven guilty. You're innocent until proven guilty. Unless proven guilty, because you're not. You're, no, it's unless. Whichever one you want to say. James. Yeah, because you're not always proven guilty. You don't want to see. You don't want to go see him on the oath to see if he's telling the truth. I don't care because I can why? see that he's telling the you truth. Care. Why? If you don't care, why you keep pushing it? You're the one pushing it. You're the no, one I'm calling not, in, just, pushing for him to go to court to prove his on innocence. My mind. I know what's on yours. What's on my mind? Because if he was guilty, you still gonna see him innocent. What? Because he looks like you. See, now you're in your imagination. If it would have been, if it would have been Obama, he would have been guilty, and you wouldn't even. Have, He'd been guilty just because he was president. You're and silly. And then Kamala Harris, y'all got a problem with her, too. It's See, not, Mace, not... this is an example of a black woman in her imagination of thinking no, that she can read the mind the of a white. With... She can, thinks that she can read the mind of a white. <laughs> this reminds me of... She's just as nutty as Joe from Phoenix. Oh, you just hate Obama just because he's black. Oh, uh, looks like you is a buzzword for he's white and you're racist. That's what Maze is saying. You want to talk about racist. That's all you think I'm racist? Racist. Yeah, you think I'm racist? I don't know what you are. You think? Y'all say I am, but I know I'm not. I don't say you're racist. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the conscious to tell you the truth. Why they but you don't know the bite. truth. How do you, what makes you think you know my motivation? You're silly. Really? Yeah. If, been around, if people have been around you long enough, we know. So, we you, so in your mind, just <laughs> because Trump is white, right? Because Trump is white and I'm white. And that's the reason that I think Trump is innocent, no matter whether he's proven guilty or not. That's because you what, that's don't want to see him go to prison or whatever needs to happen to him. And no, I don't mind him go. I, I don't even mind if he goes to prison. Oh, as, really? as JLP said, he'll become president of the prison. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> yeah, because Mother- he's a natural leader. 
And he tells the truth. And Maze, people hate Trump because he tells the truth, not because he tells lies. Who said he don't? His niece said he don't tell He's, the truth. And she grew up with his it. niece is a liar herself. She said, Oh yeah, I've heard him say the N word. <laughs> you can say some things about your uncle, some of your relatives. Yeah, you know. I know. People Not talk right. all kinds of mess about people. Thank you. You're the so same. So then, why can't she say that about her uncle? You're and the then the s- lawyer that went to jail that was with him for ten years, he did things for him, and he told people that he did things for the him. Rat, the rat, the rat, Michael Cohen. <laughs> oh, you're mad with him too. <laughs> I'm not mad. I mean, I'm, I get maybe I'm with mad. people that just like uh, really. I just called him a rat. I'm not. Doesn't mean oh. I'm mad at him. But you're the same yeah, lady. You're the same lady, Maze. And Maze is a lady. She's my favorite caller. You're Michael, the same lady oh. who said that the lady who accused uh, what's Emmett Till of touching her said that that was a lie. She recanted her statement, but she there's did. no proof. There's no proof she that she did. It's just somebody she said did, that he did. She did. No, no, no. There's no proof that she did. According okay. to CNN, okay. according to CNN, the guy, CNN. There was a, yeah, there's a really? journalist, the journalist who interviewed her, which means propagandist, let's be honest, said that she uh, recanted it, but somehow he didn't get that recording. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And so it's his word against hers, and now really? she's dead. And so he you're making a statement, that, you, you're making a statement that you don't know to be true. Yes, James. There's a whole lot yeah. of things you don't think that I know to be true. It's just like the guy that came on and said the Klan doesn't exist. Uh-huh. They're still out there. Ooh. Ooh. You can have pictures just right on the right road. You can see them at, with they car, burning their crosses and stuff. Burning their crosses. It's not hard to find and see. And what's so bad about burning a cross? No, it's not about burning the cross. It's with the things that they do. What That's do they why do? they got sued and lost. The man that infiltrated the, the Klan, I said they weren't very smart. They let a black man infiltrate, infiltrate the Klan. So then what are you worried about them for? Who cares? I'm saying, supposed to be so smart just to say. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Who's that baby crying in the background? Or is that a cat? That's a TV. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what else you need to know? Uh, where's your husband? What you worried about my husband for? He's not worried about you? You have children? No, I have grown-ups. They're grown. Nice. Right. How many, how many do you have, if you don't mind my asking? What do you need to know? I'm curious. I have three of my own and a whole lot of other people's kids growing up that know me from when they were growing up because right. we spent together. The neighbor lady who... Some of them uh, black, some of them white, some of them some of all kind of people. Nice. Well, it's nice to talk to you, Maze. Appreciate yeah, your call. Yeah, you have a good one. So tell his people to tell them to go sit on it, go to court and sell her this <laughs> and they can sit down and stop acting like they're losing their mind over them. Whatever. Thank you, Maze. Bye. Oops. I might have hung up on her. Um, she. I just didn't want to get the click. She might have would have said... She may be... Perhaps she would have said, you have a good day. So, Mays, forgive me for, uh, I'm sorry for uh, hanging up on you. This lady retarded. Oh, don't say that. Whatever. I'm not on YouTube. Uh, Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, VA. Says, blacks can't tell you how they're struggling. (laughs) How are you struggling? Well, uh, uh. Uh, I've experienced racism. They put me in the corner in the uh, 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 restaurant. <laughs> anyway, being enlightened till I rise says, Oh, Hake, I wanted to ask. Ask! Do you think the crossroads is actually a point those called famous people reach where they renounce God in their heart for max worldliness? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I think there are opportunities... Every day, very frequently, to um, return 
repent. Uh, and all of us, there are crossroads every moment. But maybe some more important than others. The Nate Higgers says with a diamond, Feminem has hot sauce in her purse. <laughs> uh, let me just double check the uh, buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Another from our graduate, thank goodness for Mays, Tony, Frederick, and myself. I don't hate myself. I openly shared with you how I was not a fan of my voice and uh, about to ridicule me, whatever. What a great Christian. Tell Hassan to make a cipher since he claims to be such an artist. Last week you had the who's who of callers, and it made me remember a great call from Melvinom, August 8th, 2022. Brilliant. Sorry for the typos. I will not be at the men's forum. I'll super chat again on the 8th of September for a birthday advice. Also, nothing wrong with being vulnerable and emotional. You consider me a mama spirit, whatever that is, and that's fine. And what is my bag? It means my bad. Great um, graduate impression by James Stop Hurting People. Well, thank you. And guys, enjoy this men's history song. <laughs> Walking on Sunshine, originally by Katrina and the Waves in the, uh, back in 1983. This is Goaty Hook, 1998. It's a Christian band. Adios, America. Bye. <laughs> Isn't this fun? Oh, oh. Surprising that Pence is a fake politician who doesn't know how to pump gas, or that he wants USA to become energy independent in 17 years when Trump actually achieved that within his first term. <laughs> Good question. Walking on sunshine. Men's History Month.
American Anchor, baby. Noon Pacific. Well, adios, America. Bye.